Anzi and I are going to be just kind of sharing some things that are on our heart about the new year. And if you see me squinting, just don't worry about it. So <laughs> these pages are both the same notes, but like parts of it are blurry on one page and parts of it are blurry on another page. And I'm going to combine them because my printer needed more ink and I procrastinated and I was printing these off at about like... I don't know, 5.55 this evening. So if you see me looking at them extra hard, don't worry about it. I'm totally fine. But I am excited about what I'm going to share to you tonight. It's going to be a little bit different. It's pretty practical, okay? You guys know I love like a good three-step something. I don't really like to figure things out on my own, to be honest. I'm not that much of a free thinker. I like somebody to tell me exactly what to do. So when it comes to the new year, I'm a super big list person, super big. My list usually has like 17 things on it. Uh, it's a huge range of items. And I set all these goals of things I want to accomplish. Are any of you like that or none of you like that? Anybody do your list? Okay. I do my list too, but this is why I'm excited to talk to you about it tonight because God kind of got on to me about my list. And I'm really excited because he kind of uh, just helped me see a better way to set myself up for success in this new year. So tonight, that's what I want to talk to you about, how you can set yourself up for success this year. Personally, for me, the title would be called my plan for peace. And you're going to see why in just a little bit. But I was sitting down to make my list. And here's the problem with my list. It's super, super long. I'm really big on like starting January 1st, okay? And I start doing all 17 th of these things in one day. Things like, let's get up at 5 a.m. Let's not have any Coke. Maybe let's cut out coffee too for a month just because we can, you know? Uh, maybe let's, we're not going to eat sugar. We're going to eat a lot of salad. We're going to work out all the time. When you wake up first thing in the morning, you're going to read your Bible for like 45 minutes at least. You're going to worship in the shower. Every time you're in the car, you're going to pray. Are you getting the, the gist of my list? <laughs> so usually by like day 16, I'm super sleepy from getting up at 5 a.m. all those times, and then I accidentally stayed up till midnight a bunch of times and didn't get enough sleep. I'm pretty grouchy because I haven't been eating a whole, whole lot, or if I do, like, you know, I eat a bunch of salad, and then I go to White Castle and eat a bunch of White Castle, which I do like, but it's uncomfortable in the end. And my point is that <laughs> I'm really gung-ho about all this stuff, and that's my personality. It's like, let's do it all at once. Yes, I want a big overhaul, and I, about two weeks in, man, just burned out completely can't keep doing it, tired, grouchy, headache, all of the above, no fun at work. So <laughs> that method doesn't usually work so well for me, right? Usually out of that list of 17 things, there's like maybe two of them that I really can like stick with. Usually they're the easiest ones, <laughs> whatever that happens to be that year. So I'm super grateful because this year I sat down to do that all over again, my normal strategy that is unsuccessful. And God really kind of interrupted me and said, hey, you're asking the wrong questions here. Here's what I want to talk to you about tonight first. I usually start out by asking, what can I accomplish this year? What do I want to do this year, right? And those are not bad questions, but what do I want to do? What do I want to accomplish? And as I sat down to ask myself that this year, God stopped me and said, why don't you ask me what I want you to learn this year? Yeah, but, like, it was not exciting at first. <laughs> it's like, what do you want me to learn? <laughs> like, I'm trying to be tan and tasty and fit, and I'm going to turn 30. So, like, there's a long list of goals that go along with that. But God said, no, 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 you're asking, what do I want to accomplish? And you need to be asking, God, 
what do you want to teach me this year? And this is what he showed me. That's a much better question, and here's why. On my list of 17 things, I've picked out in my own human brain the list of things that I think is going to help me the most. But at the end of every year, or really at the end of every January, (laughs) I'm still tired, and I'm still stressed, and I'm still worried, and maybe it's worse than before. My list of solutions that will make my life better don't work. And I do this every year, and the outcome is the same every year. And I don't mean to say there's not some good things that happen, but you know what I'm saying. I usually shoot super high, like way overshot, and then crash and burn a little bit, and it's frustrating. So God said, why don't you ask me what I want to teach you this year? And the Bible tells us in Proverbs 19.21, it says, Many are the plans in man's heart. But it's the Lord's purpose for him that will stand and be carried out. And that's exactly what I have experienced. Many are the plans in Morgan's heart, but guess what? None of them stand. (laughs) When they all collapse, and when I'm too tired to get up at 5 a.m., and when I'm so stressed I end up at White Castle, my plans are not standing, right? They've collapsed. But God says, Your plans will not stand, but my plans for you will. And that's what we need. That's good news. Sometimes it's easy to have a bad attitude about God's plan because we're thinking, well, this is my plan, and God's plan is way over here. So if I go with God's plan, I'm going to be giving up everything that was in my plan. And that feels frustrating, right? We all have hopes and dreams. And trust me, I've been there. It's awesome to follow the plan of God. I'm telling you guys that all the time. But sometimes when the rubber meets the road, you're saying, Man, yeah, but I really want that. (laughs) That's not what God's telling me to do. I really want my plans. But God says, no, your plans will not stand, but my plans for you will. And I have found that when I follow God's plans, not only am I standing in the end, but I am so satisfied and my heart is so full of joy and all the things that I was chasing anyway end up in my life and I don't even have to work for them because many are the plans in man's heart, but it's God's purpose for you that prevails. So I want to encourage you as we head into this new year, you might have a lot of plans, just like I always have a lot of plans, but I am learning to say, no, God, what do you want to teach me? What is your plan? Because that's what's going to stand in my life, and that's what's going to get me to where I want to go anyway, right? My plans are all things that are going to make me happy, right? Make me look better, make me feel better, make me sleep better, All those things will be accomplished anyway if I just pay attention to God's plan. And we even see that Jesus set this example for us. In Matthew 26, he was about to go to the cross. And he was praying. He was sweating blood. I didn't even really know that was possible. (laughs) But he said, my father, if there's any way, get me out of this. But please, not what I want. What do you want, God? Jesus was saying, God, this is what I want. But it's not about that. It's what you want. It's that verse in Proverbs. Many are the plans. Jesus had other plans, right? When he was getting ready to go to the cross, he didn't want to. There were a lot of other plans that looked appealing, but he said, God, it's not about what I want. It's about what you want. So I want that to be our prayer this year. And I'll share with you, I'm going to kind of tell you, Uh, hopefully give you some tips for how to move forward and kind of seek out what God wants to teach you this year. But at the same time, I'm going to tell you what he is having me focus on this year just so I can kind of illustrate it for you. So tonight I'm talking a little bit about peace. It doesn't mean peace has to be your goal for the year, but it's what God spoke to me about. I want to teach you, Morgan, to walk in peace. So I'm going to bring that up throughout the message just to kind of illustrate the tips I'm giving you guys. Does that make sense? Okay, awesome. So the first thing that God really showed me 
This is really funny. Okay, I'll tell you this. I'm embarrassed about it because it's so dumb. But I was already thinking a lot about peace because there was a whole lot of situations in the months of November and December that either made me super angry, super frustrated, and super stressed. All of the above, right? All of the above. Generally speaking, I was in like a fairly bad mood in those months last year. I'm not having a good time personally, okay? And so I had already started saying, I'm tired of things stealing my peace. I'm tired of being worked up. I'm tired of being angry. I'm tired of being upset. Why am I letting everybody else take my peace? That's mine, and I'm tired of being grouchy like this, so I'm just going to walk in peace. That's just what I'm going to do. And I said that to a couple people. I'm just tired of this. Like, I'm just keeping my peace. You can get upset about it, but I'm going to keep my peace because it's my life, and I'd rather be peaceful and pleasant and having a good time. So I was already kind of thinking this way, and I didn't really realize the Holy Ghost was helping me. Those words were coming out of my mouth, but I thought I was just, like, saying them in anger. And then one night, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed, but this is ridiculous, so I'm going to tell you. I had this dream that I was hanging out with Leslie, and I was, like, giving her this rant I kind of just gave you. Like, I'm tired of people taking my peace. I'm just, I'm just not even doing it anymore. And in the dream, I was like, you know what? Let's, we're going to the tattoo shop right now, and I'm getting the word peace tattooed right here. And in the dream, <laughs> I went to the tattoo shop and got the word peace tattooed right here. <laughs> And I woke up and I was like, whoa, I've been very frustrated about this. And my brain just dreamed up something real dumb. So I'm not going to tattoo it on myself because I think that's kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say that's a dumb tattoo. You might know someone who has it. It's not dumb, okay, but I'm not going to do it. But, but my point is I woke up from that dream and was like, dang, like I'm so worked up about this. I'm dreaming about it. So as I sat down to make my goals, when God said to me, hey, you need to ask me what I want to teach you, I said, okay. What do you want to teach me? And he said, Morgan, I want to teach you to walk in peace. And here's how I'm going to walk that out this year. I'm going to share with you my simple three-step plan, okay? You guys ready? It's super easy, and you can put this on whatever you're going to walk out this year. For me, God said, Morgan, I'm teaching you about peace. Maybe you guys can take that tonight too, or maybe he's going to lead you to focus on something else. That's fine. But the first thing that I did was to look it up. This is just some old-fashioned scripture study and somebody asked me earlier this year like how do you find scriptures for what you need and I was super embarrassed because I don't know what like the cool spiritual answer is but I was like I just google it <laughs> like so that's what I did God said I want to teach you about peace so I sat down and I googled scriptures about peace easy peasy we can all do it from our phones it's not that exciting Seems kind of dumb. Your grandma might do it. But listen, it is super important for you to find out what God says about this. Because remember, many are the plans in our hearts, but it's God's purpose and his word that stands. So if I want this to stand in my life, I got to get his word on it. So I Googled peace. And these are the three scriptures that I personally selected for myself this year. The first one is in Ephesians chapter 2. And I'm pretty sure it's verse 14, but that part's really faded on my notes. So I'll get back to you later if it's not. <laughs> but it says, for he himself is our peace. We can stop there. And I'll tell you what this told me. When I saw the scripture, for he himself is our peace, the Holy Ghost said, okay, you got to turn to the right place for peace. And that's Jesus. 
I'm not going to turn to food for peace. I'm an emotional eater. If it's a good day, I like to eat ice cream. If it's a bad day, I like to eat even more ice cream. Uh, If it's a really bad day, like I said, White Castle, they have ice cream and cheese fries. I eat my emotions a lot, right? I'm looking for peace in food. It doesn't work. But God said you have to turn to the right place for peace. Whatever your goal is, make sure you're looking for it in the right place. I cannot get peace in a relationship. I cannot get peace in food. I cannot get peace in hobbies or in fun things or in Netflix. Listen, I think we're all guilty of this. Our generation watches so much TV, and I'm pretty sure it's just to drown out their emotions and zone out for a while, right? I just need to not think about something. I need a distraction. It's going to be music. It's going to be TV. It's going to be porn. It's going to be something, right? Turn to the right place for peace. God gave me that scripture because he himself is our peace. So number one, okay, I can immediately identify where I need to go to get peace when I'm not feeling it. The second scripture was in Philippians 4, 7. And it said, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. And this was a really valuable key for me, too, because when I saw that, it says peace is going to guard your heart and your mind. If something is guarded, it's protected. And there were a lot of times, honestly, in this last year, uh, not from like any one person. This isn't about a person or anything. There was just a lot of times where I felt super attacked, whether that was mentally or emotionally. It just felt like an attack was going on. And I think we've all experienced that to one level or another. Could be grief, could be anxiety, could be actual just like drama with friends and other people. We've all felt like we're under attack, but this verse is so valuable to me because it says the peace of God is going to guard your heart and your mind. This means that God's peace will keep me safe from stress and anxiety. It's going to protect me from worry. It's going to uh, protect me from hurt. When I saw that word guard, I was like, okay, this is significant for me because there have been many times where I literally felt like I'm under attack. What do I need? I need to be guarded. That's why God is giving me this. Peace is your guard. Peace is going to guard your heart and guard your mind. So you can see just from a simple Google search, okay, I wasn't like magically getting words from God of which scripture to open up my Bible to. I Googled scriptures on peace, and I found my answers. So don't overcomplicate things. Don't feel like you have to sit there and meditate for 45 minutes until God gives you a specific scripture. He might. That's totally fine. Sometimes he has spoken to me that way. But all I did was Google, and the right verses jumped out at me, and I was like, okay, that's my answer. So there's that one. Peace is going to guard your heart. And the third scripture for me was in Isaiah 26, 3. And it says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So this was the third one. The Holy Ghost said, okay, this is your plan of action for when you don't have peace. What do you do? When you don't have peace, what do you do? Do you just cry yourself to sleep? No. (laughs) Do you uh, blast your favorite, like, old Blink-182 albums? No, you do not. (laughs) Um, Do you go to White Castle? Okay, this is really funny. One time when I was getting fast food in an emotional state, it was at Taco Bell, (laughs) and I looked horrible, okay? I'm not going to tell you who, but somebody in my life this year (laughs) told me that they said, you know what? You look like that Kim Kardashian meme, you know, when you cry, and I was like, the ugly cry meme? They were like, yeah, that totally reminds me of you. But they're right, okay? And I'm just saying this to set the story up. When I cry, 
My upper lip turns bright red. My eyes get super puffy, and they stay super puffy. <laughs> I'm just, like, not a cute crier, and I also can't hide it. So one of those days, this was years ago, I was going through Taco Bell, and I, like, cried through the whole drive through line. <laughs> and I got up to the window, and this poor guy giving, my, giving me my food said, uh, he said, you sure are pretty, you know that? And I promise he was not hitting on me. Like, I could feel the vibes in his heart. He was just like, oh, my God, you look like you're having a horrible day. <laughs> and so he just handed me my food and said, you sure are pretty, you know that? And I was like, thank you. <laughs> and drove off with my burrito. <laughs> but anyway, my point is, Taco Bell is not the answer, okay, when you don't have peace. God showed me in this verse, when you don't have peace, here's your plan of action. Keep your mind on me. I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. When I need peace, all I need to do is shift what my mind is doing. When I don't have peace, clearly my mind is not on God. So I need to shift my mind to God and how much he loves me and how he's taking care of me. Do you see how that simple Google search gave me like the keys I need for this year? God laid it out for me. He said, I'm going to show you what to do when you don't have peace. I'm going to show you that this peace is going to guard you so you don't feel under attack. And I'm going to show you that you need to turn to the source of peace when you actually need peace. So I gave you those scriptures to illustrate the fact that you need scriptures just like that for your life this year. It might not be those verses. It could be those verses. But just do a simple Google search. If you need joy this year, look up scriptures on joy. If you need peace, Google scriptures on peace. It's easier than you think, and the Holy Ghost will show you the verses that you need for the year. So I was so excited to receive those for my life. So the first thing I want you to do is to look it up this year. Find some scriptures that follow what God is kind of pointing you towards. The second thing is to talk it out. And in Mark eleven twenty three. 23... It says, for verily I say unto you that whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and doesn't doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will come to pass, he will have whatever he says. And this is huge for me. I'll be super transparent and tell you that it is very difficult for me to talk the right way. It doesn't mean that I'm cussing all the time or anything like that, but it does mean that it's not often say, like me saying, I'm a peaceful person. I have peace. I walk in peace. You know what I usually say about myself? I am a hot mess. Whoa. You know, what an idiot. I can't believe I just did that. Right? These are the things that are usually coming out of my mouth. So Pastor Jordan talked about this recently. He just really talked about it Sunday, right? He said, say what you want to be. I am peaceful. I'm still saying what Mary said. This is amazing. This is amazing. I'm carrying that into this year with me. But also what I'm picking up is saying, hey, I'm a person of peace. I walk in peace. Nobody can rattle me. Nothing can make me lose my peace. I'm a person who is strong in peace. It is so important to talk it out, and here's why. There's somebody who's listening to every word you say, and it's you. It's you. I need to make sure that I'm building myself up. Yes, God loves me. Yes, he has promises for me. That's true. But a lot of times we believe what we say more than what God says. So I better get my words lined up with what he says about me so that I start to believe that. So after you look up those scriptures that speak to you, the second thing you need to start doing is saying those scriptures. One thing that I've done is I'm, I've written these scriptures out on uh, like index cards taped into my mirror, and my goal is to look in the mirror every day and say those scriptures out loud. Does that seem kind of dumb? Yes. Is it kind of boring? Yes. But will it make a big difference? Yes, it will. We've got to say what we want. 
And the Bible says you will have whatever you say. And that's good news. It takes a little discipline, but it's good news. So because I want to be peaceful this year, I'm going to say I am so peaceful. <laughs> Nothing can rattle me. This is amazing. Nobody can get me upset. It doesn't matter what goes on around me. I keep my peace. I keep my peace. So look them up. Talk it out. And the third thing is to walk it out. James 1.22 says, don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourself. And I have noticed that the more that I talk the right things, the more I do the right things. So these last two things kind of go hand in hand. But it is super important that you take steps every single day to walk it out. Now, I told you at the beginning, I usually make a list of 17 things, and I try and do them all every day, and it doesn't work. So you know what I'm doing this year? I'm focusing on one thing every day, peace, peace. What does it mean to walk out peace? Uh, for me this week in my life, it has meant that when I get irritated about something at work, I get up and go to the bathroom, and I close the door, and I look in the mirror and say, I walk in peace. Nothing can get me upset. I'm not going to be irritated at work. I have peace. No one here can rattle me. And uh, there's not even been any bad situations or anything at work, but just things that got me kind of stressed. That's what walking it out looks like. That's super practical. In the moment, it doesn't even seem super spiritual. Uh, walking it out can be, like I said, maybe I'm writing stuff down on uh, index cards and I'm sticking them in my purse so that next time I'm waiting in a drive through line, well, I'm not supposed to be going through drive throughs this year, but <laughs> theoretically... I went through three of them this week, so we're off to a good start. But anyways, when I'm in a drive through line, I can pull out my index card, and I can read these scriptures on peace that God gave me. That's what it looks like to walk it out. Uh, another thing that it could look like is when I feel myself getting stressed and overwhelmed, I stop. I go back to those scriptures and say, nope. I keep my mind on God because he keeps me in perfect peace. Do you see what I'm saying? It's not things that feel super exciting. It's not as tangible as like running a mile or doing whatever you're going to do to meet your other goals. But walking it out every single day will set you up for a successful year. And I'm really encouraging you. God may give you several things, but I really just personally this year felt just focus on this one thing, Morgan. Just this one thing, because if you can get this one thing down, it's going to affect every area of your life. And like we said earlier, God knows what we need. He knows exactly what will make your life easier. He knows exactly what will make your life happier. He knows exactly what is going to fulfill you and, and satisfy you. And that's what peace is going to do for me this year. I know if God told me to stay on peace, it's going to fix a lot of things that I'm frustrated about. If he told me this, it's what I need this year. I can set a goal to run a certain distance or eat a certain way or do a million other things. Those things are fine, but this is what I need most because this is what God gave me to walk out this year. So I want to encourage you, seek God out for what he has for you this year. Ask him, God, what do you want to teach me? What do you want to teach me? And then Google it, man. Super easy. Just Google it. Find your scriptures on Google. When I did that, it was so easy for me to pick up my keys for this year just by looking at those scriptures that came up. God makes it easy. He's not hiding things from you. It's not up to you to try and, like, you know, blindly figure things out. Just ask him. He'll show you. Talk to your best friend about it. Talk to somebody trusted about it. Talk to your life group leader about it. Commit. You know, I'm telling you guys this. This is a, a good commitment for me. You guys are my accountability partners. You can tell me this year, hey, looks like you're losing your peas because <laughs> I'm supposed to be walking in peas. <laughs> so if I start getting flustered, just be like, this is amazing, and you are so peaceful. And I'll be like, yes. 
<laughs> but really, we can help each other out, right? Go to your close friends. Say, this is what I feel like God spoke to me. You know, maybe I've been struggling with depression, so this year I'm going to make sure to focus on joy. Or maybe I've been uh, too self-absorbed, you know, in myself, just thinking negatively about myself, a poor self-image. So this year I'm focusing on seeing myself the way God sees me, right? Maybe this is... This is a hard one to admit, but I've been there before, so I'll say it. Maybe if you uh, are noticing that you you just get caught up in drama or strife or gossip or this or that or the other, your goal can be to stay out of that this year. Stay in peace. Don't talk about other people. It's not my business, so I'm not going to say anything about it because it's not, you know? Things like that. Seek out what God would have for you this year. Look it up. Find some scriptures. Talk it out. Say it every day. Text your friends if you got to. And number three, just walk it out. And I truly believe, you know, we all go into New Year's and we're like, oh, like, where am I going to be a year from now? I hope I'm so different. I hope I'm so much better. If we do these things, I believe we truly will be. And it doesn't mean I'll look any better to you. It may not be noticeable to anyone else. But I am so serious when I say if December of this year rolls around and I can say that I walk in peace and nothing can shake me, I'll be over the moon. <laughs> and I know the Holy Ghost is going to help me get there. And as I'm committed to this this year, he's going to come alongside me and help me. And he's going to do the same for you. So as we close, I'm going to lead us in a prayer tonight real quick, and then we'll be all done. But, Father, we are so grateful for this new year, and we're super expectant for what you would have us do this year. And we come to you tonight, Father. We just ask you in our hearts. What do you want to teach us this year, Father? We're open to what you have to say. We're open to your direction. We know your plans are good and that you have our best interests at heart. So I just ask you to speak to every single person in this room tonight, Father, and help them see what you want to teach them this year. Help them see what's going to help their life and what they need to focus on. And as we lean on you, Father, and work to, to find our scriptures and talk right and to walk these things out, Father, we know you're going to come alongside us and be our helper. And that this time next year, we can all say that we are stronger and we are better and we're more, more excited with, uh, <laughs> with you. We're more excited for life with you. That's what I meant. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> okay, public prayer is hard, people. <laughs> but before you go, we're going to turn on the music. We're going to hang